This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I am Dylan Hafer And I am Barry Rosenfeld and it is Tuesday. We're talking about Roni. We're talking about Below Deck Med. We're talking about, you know, whatever we feel like, just chit-chatting, um, shooting the breeze about Bravo. Oh, I thought you were going to shoot in the breeze about life. We're just talking about I mean, life. Do you have any anything you want to bring oh, up? Literally nothing. No? <laughs> <laughs> nothing I want to talk about. Like, well, um, my only real conversation topic is the housewives at this point. So. Like in life and in work. I know there are some days like today's only Tuesday and it's like, wow, nothing has happened. Like I, I'm not even lying when I say like, I have nothing to talk about right now, which honestly I'll take it. That's like good. Sometimes I will say like in my, in my dating life, even like, like pre pandemic more, cause I was going on more dates. I haven't, you know, I honestly haven't really been trying that hard recently, but it was like, when I was going on a date with somebody who also watched Bravo, it was like a good little crutch because like, even if you're not really hitting it off that well with the person, if you know, <laughs> they watch real housewives of New Jersey, then it's like a good kind of fallback topic yeah. where you're like, Oh, so like, it's like, like, what do you think about? What do you think about Teresa and Jackie? No, right, I was going to say, I don't really <laughs> like you, but let me know your thoughts on this fight that happened on New Jersey, because like, I just need to know where you stand. But funny you bring up dating, actually, because we can talk about this. You know what I don't like? When people who, like? well, a lot, the list is long. But the one thing True. I don't like recently is that when people you haven't seen over the pandemic or like you're not mm -hmm. friends with in general, right. give like you their opinion on your dating life. And oh. so someone recently was like, well, you haven't like, I feel like you just, you haven't been trying. And I like, didn't say anything back. Cause it wasn't like the time or place, but in my head, I go, how would you know how hard or not I am trying on yeah, with bitch, dating? Please. <laughs> Wait, like, like I maybe, don't tell you what I'm like, doing. I might be trying extremely hard and failing. And I don't want to think about that either. So like, please Correct, just see yourself out of that situation. Yeah. Good goodbye. Thank you for that input. But um <laughs> honestly though, yeah, no, that's like I, I don't appreciate that. It's like maybe I'm focusing on myself, maybe I'm upset about something, you know, like you don't know. You don't you don't know what I've been through. You don't know. Like you I really need a don't. seance to unpack why my you uh, don't need to be my, my friend, life. but please don't be please my enemy. Don't be my enemy. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let's let's head to Salem and talk about the New York ladies. Um, I I will say this episode was refreshing to me because I thought after the initial, you know, 
situation with Sonia and Bershawn, I thought the group actually was able to kind of move forward and make some progress for the rest of the episode. And it didn't feel like we were just kind of in this cycle of no one getting along, which I appreciated uh, because the last few episodes have felt a little monotonous. And this one felt at least a little bit like a breath of fresh air, as much as it can be when you're in Salem in November. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I liked we left off with this altercation, which I'm glad that it was kind of like the next morning. It was kind of giving me hangover vibes, the movie where like Leo was like <laughs> telling everyone what happened. And it was kind of crazy that she was the only one there and like separating them. And it was getting a little, you know, heated. But even Bershawn later in the episode said like she would never do anything. She was just saying when you put your finger in someone's face, like they're going to they're going to react and Listen, it's because the alcohol was involved. I think that the conversation they had the next day, which we'll get to, was great. It was one of the most refreshing, like, apology conversations I've seen in a while, to be honest. It was, like, other than, you know, Ramona having to just ask for something in the middle of the conversation. But, but yeah. It was, like, it was very Bershawn's reaction. Like, when they were having their little altercation, it was, like, you know... It was like a Candace and Monique situation, but Bershawn didn't take it to the Monique level. You know, like <laughs> it could have gone there and thankfully it didn't. Um, the, yeah. the weird kind of side effect, though, is that Sonia broke the fire extinguisher glass with her purse, um, which to me, it's like, obviously, that is not good. You know, it's property damage, all of that stuff. It, to, to me, it's not like that dramatic. Like it's an accident. Sonia didn't like punch a hole through a wall, I think. Like, well, that I wasn't don't know. an accident. She punched it on purpose. Was it not? But it, her bag hit it. Oh, okay. So that's the thing. You're so she is it because she was flailing and she hit it, or she like went to? I think she went to go hit oh, hit it, and she hit maybe. it with her bag, so she didn't like break her hand or something. I don't know. We'll ha- we'll have to go back in with the yeah, slow we motion will replay, cameras. Yeah. <laughs> Like last season when when Candace and Monique's thing was happening, there was like the super slow-mo replay of like who touched who touched Monique's vest and then who slapped, you know, like it was very minute. And I feel like this doesn't really warrant that because the next day Bershawn obviously knew she fucked up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ramona kind of sat down with her the next morning and was like, hey, so that was a lot, like blah, blah, blah. And Bershawn really was already on that page she was like oh yeah Yeah. like i know like i know i need to apologize like i know that was too much that was crazy i did think it was a little bit like it's funny because she's act she kind of is acting like the only issue is that she doesn't know the women that well yet and it's like no like even if you and sonia were good friends like you were being rude to her right but also the thing is with these women so far every conversation they've had they have to have a conversation beforehand so like before Ramona talked to Bershawn, they, her, Leah and Luann were saying, and they're like, you need to talk to her. You brought her. You need to talk to her. And then like Leah was calling and telling everyone about the fight the night before. Like everyone needed to be prompted for something. And so uh-huh. I did think that it was appropriate that they told Ramona, like you need to. And Ramona kind of handled that well. She, Although she was like throwing Sonia under the bus a little. She was doing it in a friendly way. She was like, she's weak. She's a mess. But like, she is my best friend. <laughs> and we- my, she's my BF of 30 years. Yeah. So I thought I did. <laughs> I do agree with you. I think Ramona 
actually did a good job of sort of playing both sides in this episode because while Sonia is her, you know, her longtime friend that she really should have loyalty to in the moment in that situation, she brought Bershawn on the trip and she was the one. Right. It was interesting that Sonia, that Leah and Luann were like, this is your fault because you told Bershawn that we were fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I mean, they're kind of self, they're self-aware, which I appreciate. They're like, we're not that fun. That's true. And I thought Ramona actually handled that sort of gracefully that she knew she kind of <laughs> had to talk to both sides and get everyone, you know, back together. Yeah, and it worked. But I also feel like the women are treating Bershawn, like not really treating her, but talking about her. Like she's almost like a kid that they're babysitting and all of them are like, well, I don't know what to do with her. You take you. What do we do with her? Like you take her. You, and I was like, guys, she's like a grown woman. Like you just need to their, tell her <laughs> later at dinner when they had their um, intervention moment with Sonia, which we'll unpack more when oh, they're like, Lord. okay, Ebony. So you go keep Bershawn distracted. Like, it's like, I mean, I get I like it makes sense. There's no one else there. Like Brashawn's not just going to like sit by herself in the lobby for 30 minutes. But I, I, if I were her, I would definitely choose to do that anyway. <laughs> but I know, like, I'd be like playing. I'd be like playing Candy Crush on my phone. <laughs> like, this, OK, girls, I'll be back. Yeah. So this this apology, though, it was funny because they took like that long 40 minute van ride where they just took that time to acknowledge that they weren't going to talk in the van that they all napped and and whatever but it was nice because Sonia really was like ignore she was like I'm not you you lost I lost Mm -hmm. your trust or you lost my trust and they both explained their sides and they had a moment beforehand that's why they were a little confused however the night before when they did the flashback, when they it looked like her and Bersham were like joking and laughing, Bersham was like, oh, I love her. She's drunk like that. She didn't mean anything. You can tell by that. But it triggered Sonia by by saying that. So I feel like yeah. when you're starting to learn things about people, you're just you're starting to learn things about them. You know what to say and what not to say. And when you are close enough to be able to say those things. And it did get emotional, but I feel like it was it was good on both ends. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honeylove, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honeylove, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. 
please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around, the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe, and you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want. With tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences, every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. I think Bershawn did a good job of, you know, owning it, apologizing. It seems like a real apology in the sense that she knows what she did was wrong in that situation. But I also really appreciate that Sonia was able to express herself and to be honest about how it hurt her, why it hurt her, and like what she really felt versus just being like, okay, thanks for apologizing. I guess we can move on now. Like sometimes, you know, Even if somebody is apologizing to you and you are accepting the apology, it's okay if it takes you like, you know, a little bit longer to really work through the feelings there. And I think I was glad that Sonia was sort of doing that. (laughs) Like you were saying, Ramona asking for Kleenex in the middle of her sentence. And (laughs) I love that Sonia snapped at Ramona for her to shut up because Ramona is so bad at interrupting you know, absentmindedly while people are talking. We see it later in the seance. I know in the seance it's stressful, whatever. But it's like Ramona just cannot sit and listen to what someone is saying. And I like that. I like when Sonia can really, uh, you know, speak up for herself. She has been a lot lately, too. They even showed again when they were when they did show the flashback of Sonia and Bershon on the van. And, and Ramona was like, what? Like it went. And Sonia was like, Ramona. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. We are talking like she is actually listening to me. Like Sonia's starting like, to call Ramona out on the things that she hasn't done in these BF relationship of 30 years, which is listen, <laughs> because Ramona, I feel has just been not. I feel has been just been like taking advantage. And she really does. I know Sonia was accusing Bershon of treating uh, using her as a doormat. But I think Ramona has been doing that to Sonia this whole time. Totally. I think, and Leah kind of called that out. Leah and Ebony called that out with Ramona and Luann earlier in the season that they don't, you know, I think they like Sonia and I think they like having fun with Sonia and they think of Sonia as like a fun friend, but that they don't always give her the respect that she deserves. And they don't, I think sometimes they don't think of Sonia as their equal, which, you know, there are lots of different facets of, you know, their relationships. Sure. But like, Sonia's not like some like rando who's like tagging along with them like they're all on this show together and like at least in the context of the show they're all 
on the same level. You know, like there's no reason why Sonia should be in that position. And it's so it's great to see her, you know, really speaking up for herself. And uh, I love, you know, I love that we get a couple of um, sort of like catchphrasey references in this episode. Like Ramona says, it's not turtle time. And Sonia's snapping at her like a turtle. <laughs> Um, like there's a time and, then, and a place for total time and this and was early, not it earlier when sonia says i have a taste for luxury but i don't have a taste for cheap red wine wait that sounds like a tag like she just made like a tagline for herself yeah no one of her old taglines was i have a taste for luxury and luxury has a taste for me oh my god she's it's a good little meta moment yeah okay so this seance Again, I'm not 100% sure that I would participate in this. It was like, I don't know, not something. But at the same time, watching them, it looked really nice. And it looked like it was like fulfilling. And yeah, I, don't know. I appreciated it for the group. I, I mean, I'm just like not into that kind of stuff. It's fine. It is what it is. Um, but I thought, yeah, it seemed nice. I thought, you know, particularly seeing Sonia open up about, this stuff with her dad i don't recall ever hearing her talk about that on the show before ramona didn't even seem to know anything about that and you know to hear her say not just that her father had a drinking problem which kind of explains some things but you know the whole idea that she grew up with you know without her dad around and her mom you know hustling to raise four kids like it makes you think in 11 seasons or whatever that sonia has been on we really have never gotten a lot of information about her background you know obviously we know about you know the morgans and all of this but to hear her really open up about her like childhood is different to be honest even all of those seasons she's been on we never even fully heard about like her marriage and and all of those details she like she reminds me of carrie bradshaw because even in sex in the city we know nothing about Carrie Bradshaw's life. Like it's very secretive and nothing about it. But Sonia just like reminds me of that. But it was very like eye-opening too. Even Luann was like, well, that explains like a lot of things, you know, even right. even how Sonia is with men. Like she doesn't let everyone in. And sometimes you need that from a third party and to like get that out. But at the same time, you know, we didn't really go into deal with the detail with the intervention, but you she even said to the girl she was like i pay people like i have like professionals who like talk to me about this stuff so like maybe that's something else that she doesn't want this goes so deep that she doesn't want to talk about it with these women who she has known for a long time but it's just is very extremely personal that everyone handles that stuff very differently but i have mixed feelings about the intervention because i i definitely (laughs) think I feel like I feel for sure that it was coming from a good place and a place of love and a place of genuine concern. And I think those concerns are warranted. Like, I don't think it's weird that, you know, they feel concerned about Sonia's drinking, but at the same time, it's like to do it on, on camera And while you're on this trip and it's not even like they're back at the hotel and have some downtime. It's like literally in this like side area of the restaurant or wherever they are. And, you know, they're pulling her aside and, you know, really not giving her, you know, like it feels very forced kind of that. It's like, 
we have to do it right now. We have to, you know, take away her drink that she just ordered. And, you know, we have to do it tonight. We can't wait until tomorrow. Like all of this stuff. It just feels like, I I mean, I'm not an expert in planning interventions, though I have watched many episodes of Me the too. show Intervention. I do love it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it, it just feels like they really weren't setting her up to receive that message in the best way and I don't know if it was production telling them they needed to do it in that way or if it was just you know that's kind of how it came together but it just felt kind of like what did you expect in that situation I totally agree because the one thing I noticed going into it and of course it's like when you have your own conversation with friends that and you're like wait wait, wait this wasn't how I want it to go it seemed like they needed to have an agenda of some sort like they didn't know when they were when they totally. once they actually sat down with her they didn't know what to like do or say or and right and <laughs> it was and weird sorry but like luann saying that she got arrested for way less but just by being in her own hotel i'm like luann uh, no I and just... <laughs> to to bring yeah the that it's so funny every time you bring up like production because it really makes you think like you waited till you were at a bar and to take away her drink to do this. Like you guys stay right, in the like, same hotel room. <laughs> just do why it not there. do it in any other setting that doesn't involve her already drinking. Sonia's like, also she's not, like not dumb. And she's like, you took away my drink. What am I? 12? Like, where is it? Show me Sonia, where your drink is. Sonia's not the kind of person, like, obviously, I don't know a hundred percent. When she says she's not drinking at home or she's not drinking by herself, I don't know a hundred percent if that's true. But Sonia is not the kind of person who's just like trashed 24 seven. Like it seems very from at least from watching the show, it seems like she more has a problem with going too far in a situation where she's drinking, right. not that she's drinking constantly. So it's like you would have plenty of opportunities to sit her down when she's not just like, wait, you know, like it just feels like this is the kind of the worst possible situation to do it in. And, you know, like, like we, you know, Candy and Jeff on intervention would never would never do an intervention at a bar. Well, yes, that is true. And are you are you do you prefer Candy or Jeff? It's different. It's different. It's different. Yeah, like it different really, vibes. yeah, it's very different. But it's <laughs> earlier, like when Ramona was like, "Oh no, she drinks. She drinks all the time. She drinks." How it goes back to my date. How do you know that? How do you know Sonia wakes up and has a drink? Like you have no idea. Yeah. And like, I mean, I think there are also a lot of levels to it. It's like, okay, like, you know, does she never drink at home? Maybe not. But also like, there's a big difference between like having a glass of wine sometimes and like drinking to get through the day. So I don't know. Like, I think Which overall, we've all done. No, I'm <laughs> overall, like, I think Sonia kind of handled it fine. Like the, I don't think it was like, it didn't, it wasn't like problematic to me that she was kind of not having it. Like I was like, yeah, honestly, I wouldn't be there for that either. Totally so. agree. And it probably like killed her vibe, but you know, what was problematic was her ponytail. And that's all I'm going <laughs> to say negatively about Sonia. Cause no. I love her, but you know, oh, it, no. it was, <laughs> wasn't my favorite. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I went to, so I went to oh, watch what happens live taping yesterday and they played, um, a game where the guest had to rate some hairstyles and they were so bad. So bad. <laughs> I still think like one that goes lives in my head is Dorit's like curly, like yep. piece on her head. The braids. No, no. The, like the actual, like 
piece of curly, curly, oh, yes, cute yes, like, yes, hair yes. on her head. That, where she's wearing that like black and silver. Yes. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> The oh fact, my God. it has to be that bad for like out of all these years, women, everything for like that hairstyle to like be in my mind. I know it's iconic, maybe for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Um, but we're still we're still in Salem. We get the season, the mid season trailer, yeah. which looks looks fun. I, I do feel like this season, you know, still has some potential. I don't think it's going to be like an incredible season for the rest of the time. But I hope that it's you know, I feel like it's. It could sort of get back on a better track, but we'll see. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live claret and clear use as directed let's talk about below deck med we have our first our first crew night out continues and the big news is that z and courtney are making out which you know good for them have your fun uh <laughs> courtney doesn't remember it the next day which is awkward yeah you like she like really doesn't even think that it happened and she has to be told like three times before she actually believes it, which is rough. You can also tell while the makeout was happening that she wouldn't because that was like the messy. I, w- I out loud, I think like by yeah. myself, I was like, it, I was like, that is, that is, I was like, what are they doing? That does not look like a, a, <laughs> a, a fun coordinated makeout going on yeah. there. But you know what? That party in the in the cabin looked like really fun to be honest everyone was letting loose malia has a completely different energy this season she is like having fun yeah. it seems her her fake accent is like coming out more though now i don't know if you've noticed like i don't <laughs> i don't really know i don't know so on. much if i've noticed that but oh I, my god i don't I, know what's going on there i have noticed that so like 
Lloyd specifically was saying that it's like fun being on a crew where it's more a more positive vibe and like everybody's getting along. And I think that those are uh, he maybe is speaking a little too soon because I don't think that's going to be the case for long. Um, But this episode, it's like we have some tension sort of starting to bubble up more in the crew. And that mostly comes stems from Lexi, who is still not getting along with Chef Matthew um, you know, they're died. They just like should steer clear of each other. But mostly Lexi is also getting pissed at Katie, the chief stew. And, you know, she's not happy with how she's dividing the work duties between her and Courtney for the second charter. And I really feel like maybe there is some truth to what Lexi is saying, but I also just feel like she seems like a very difficult person to work with is what I'm getting from her. Yeah, she seems like she's a type person where it's like my way or the highway. I said last week she seemed pretty entitled and like that thought continued into this week. Like she's just if it's not the way she likes to do things, like she gets mad at the person or she was going around being like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. She even said, like, if I don't know what I'm supposed to do, like, I'm not happy. But like, just ask. Like, it's okay. It's okay. It's a new crew. You know, you're not the chief stew. You are. So you are like, I feel like we've seen enough different people working on these shows that it's like, you know, the chief stew kind of chooses their own way of running things. And then, you know, the interior kind of works under that. And so I feel like, you know, if Katie wants to give Courtney some experience on service or whatever, and doesn't want to keep her in laundry the whole time, like that's her choice. And like, sorry, Lexi, if you're not happy with that, but like, that doesn't mean Katie's bad at her job because she's doing things differently than you would. I actually think that's that was a great thing that she did so to give other people like a chance to try their things. And to be honest, I always say that about any job. Just because someone doesn't do it the way you would or does it differently right. doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means <laughs> you guys have different work working forms. Yeah, and in the based on the preview for next week, it looks like it looks like Lexi's gonna have. Um, some even bigger issues with some of the crew. So I, I'm like honestly nervous. I know a couple of people who have watched the episode already, and they said it's like very stressful. And like Chef Matt might be leaving. Like, oh, there's a lot going on. Yeah, next week that preview looked like really intense. I was like, you heard screaming, like people again getting in people's faces. <laughs> but the thing is, like Lexi un- has this burn list that I don't know if it was meant to be seen on purpose or not but Malia saw it and she was like very taken back and she was like this were her accent she goes am I on it and I was like Malia am I on it am I on it am I on it (laughs) am I on it (laughs) but it's that's like that's like I you don't know if Lexi's kidding or not because you actually took the time to make the list and she said the more successful I get the sorry like you'll be that you weren't nicer to me when she first when she first mentioned the list i assumed maybe it was it was either like in her head or maybe like a note on her phone with like three (laughs) names but that is like that's like a large piece of paper with a with full sections, list of names. And it looks like sections. Okay, guys, Dylan and I, we love Lexi. She's our favorite person on Pillow Deck Med. She's great at her job. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, I think Matthew sucks too. Like I yeah, think their yes. dynamic, yes. their dynamic is like equally bad from both directions. Yeah. Like I think he is 
not speaking to her very well. I think he obviously can't handle kind of this work environment. Like, you know, he seems very stressed out and we're going to get to that. I'm sure next episode. I'm going to get stressed next week watching that happen. I can like feel it. But like, I do feel like Lexi is sort of the center of chaos on the boat. And that's only going to be magnified as we move forward. Yeah. And by the way, I watched last week's episode again. And like, I couldn't get that out of my head where Matt, <laughs> Chef Matt was like, I am the boss in here. Get, never again. Never again. But he like looked down when he was like shaking his finger and he was like, get out. And it looked like a, a scene from like a cartoon. And I just started laughing. So I was like, wait, I don't know if someone would say that to me, if I would take that seriously or not. Like he was like, get out. And and it it's like, do went you, downhill. From I don't there. know if you've I don't know if you've ever had this situation, but it's like where you realize you're in a position of power, and you're like, wait, should I like, should I like use this power? Like, should I like, should I like yell right now, or should I like get mad? Oh, and then you kind of like you like do it, but you don't a hundred percent believe it coming out of your mouth. And you're, you're like, like, this feels good. Yeah, get out. You're like, you're like, you're like don't don't talk to me. Like, don't talk to me like that. <laughs> I deserve. I deserve respect like (laughs) (laughs) and then you're kind of like fuck like that sounded really aggressive yeah was that too much Um, it might have been too much there's been so much like not even drama but I feel like we've been focusing so much on the crew in the actual episodes too that we haven't even like paid attention to charter get like I don't even know sometimes I don't even know that there is a charter but this one was so embarrassingly drunk that I don't even care to talk about them yeah i mean we'll see there's like something happening with him wanting to swim drunk and like some also some crew issue happening at the same time like i don't really i'm not good at keeping up with like boat things so i'm like oh like the line okay oh because it snapped yeah yeah like on sailing it was nice because i could tell like the boat hit the dock that's very cut and dry this is a little bit to me like, I don't like the boat is still just in the water. Like, I don't know what's going to happen there. I know they were like saying how they're like, we're going to dock. We're going to dock at night. We're going to dock at night. And I was like, let's go, guys. We're, we're come on. Sandy's like, Sandy's like, I don't like that current. Like, yeah, me neither, I guess. <laughs> they were also talking it's about water. a dolphin. And I was like, oh, my God, cool. But it wasn't the animal. And oh, yeah, it's one of those. Um, oh, please don't say like, you it's like I a had buoy. something it's in like my mind, buoy. and then I realized that I had no way to describe it. I it's was like, like, "Yeah, it's the it's a buoy type thing." My, my hand is just like flinging back and forth right now. <laughs> it's, a, it's a giant piece of cement in the water, essentially. Well, um, if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to rate five stars and leave a review, maybe explaining something about how boats work, um, but only if it's a five star review <laughs> because. Um, we like Ramona Singer. We love learning. Um, <laughs> oh God, don't compare. But, true. Okay. Um, well, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you so much for listening. Like I said, don't forget to rate, review, and follow wherever you listen to the show. And just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Hold up. 
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.